guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. This summer has come to a graceful end with an abrupt attitude of heat, okay? And now it is time to get back on schedule for some of us who may be teaching in a classroom, being a student, driver, sales rep, etc. I know you guys, it hurt me when I said it too. And with the effects of summer ending comes bad traffic and more reckless drivers on the road. So be safe out there. I just needed to insert that to let y'all know, like we have to continue to be safe out there on these roads now that summer has ended. Just saying. <laughs> well, it is time to grab our beverage of choice, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone, of course, so we can begin today's discussion called Roses Through Thorns. Again, today's discussion is called Roses Through Thorns. So let's get into it. Growing up, I was taught never to say never because you would never know if you would be in that position. Do not become judgy over the outer appearance or judgy overall over someone's life because you will never know what it is like to be in someone else's shoes. We have enough to deal with on our own. All right. Daily deciding whether or not to let someone win a small battle, a small argument, a small situation to defeat the war. Or we try to reconstruct everything that is placed in our face. Like, yes, we know we're trying to not always get into it with every little situation, circumstance, da, 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 da. but maybe if I move this piece, maybe if I maneuver that way, I can still handle that on top of getting to the bigger scope, the bigger outcome. You know, we try sometimes to look from a different lens that your worth and integrity are more than a job, friendship, relationship, etc. Though we continue to indulge in this toxicity with the hope of the situation changing or fixing itself, not realizing we are devoting more time, energy, and wasting away to this particular part's of our life rather than setting it free, manipulating and putting on a brave face for people to acknowledge and see the roses within us while being trapped and damaged by the thorns we gain because of it. For example, the feeling you get for just owning something for the first time. It doesn't have to be a house. It doesn't have to be a car. It could be a small achievement. It could be a big achievement. It's just the fact that it's yours and you own it. So that's one feeling. You can imagine that feeling. And then now imagine the feeling after you start to tell everyone about your achievement. Like, yes, you know, some responses may be good, but on the flip side, When you first had the thought, when you first kept it isolated to yourself, you were filled with so much joy, so much compassion, so much just high spirits, right? You didn't see no issues over the personal things and self that revolved around you and your lifestyle. But when we allow other opinions in, we start to see everything that is wrong rather than good. We start to compare, well, maybe my achievement isn't as big because those does so-and-so or, you know, maybe I'm a little too old to be achieving this at this time. So maybe I was tripping like 
removing that whole high spirit energy because we allow other opinions to enter in. We let them affect us. We let that situation affect us because like they say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, right? Like, as long as you're physically trying to cripple me, as long as you're physically coming at me, yes, that will hurt. But our verbal communication, our speech, you know, what we have on our minds, what we say behind a computer screen because we don't have to physically see this person or what we say behind our cell phones because we don't have to physically see this person. Or a lot of times nowadays, you can say whatever you say on social media, on the internet, and you can see that person, but they still don't do nothing. So we hide behind that image because we still have the thoughts that words will never hurt me. But that's false. Somebody verbalizing something to you in a negative connotative aspect will hurt you. If you're being told that you are not loved, that you are worthless, that you are nothing, nobody wants you without me, you're nothing and I make your life better and you suck and you're this and you're that. So you telling me that won't hurt you. (laughs) Or maybe you're just like, Lydia, no, you're just a softie. No, Somebody can say the right thing to you and it will hurt you. You know, we're carrying around baggage in so many words because we let those opinions in and we allow it to stay attached to us. We allow it to imprint on our hearts. We allow it to imprint on our spirits, our minds, and we carry it around and compare and contrast it with all the new things that enter into our lives embedding our brains to say things like it will get better it will get better it will get better what I'm going through it'll get better when enduring traumas and not realizing the influence we have over our lives like our go-to phrase is it'll get better when we are enduring pain when we are enduring hurt when we are enduring suffering when we are enduring whatever we always tell ourselves it'll get better but fail to realize, like I said, we have influence over our lives. We have the ability to not accept things in our life. We have that power. And, you know, it's just mind blowing to me how we can let people in situations place the amount of value and worth we have Like by one look at me, you can tell me how much I am and what I'm capable of and everything else. But I know on the inside, I'm much more. I'm much greater than what is shown or what you compare in contrast. You know, we bend backwards. You know, we go to the strings, point fingers at ourselves, ask for mentorships and everything else under the sun to be considered valued placing so much power and authority in someone's hands to tell us we're worth it, but continue to circle the drain of diminishment because we need to know that we're worth it. We need to know that we're valued because us knowing within ourselves, us knowing independently isn't good enough. And you know, oddly enough, when I was younger, I didn't see that to be so. 
You know, I would say it to myself, if someone doesn't respect me, you know, someone tries to get physical with me, take advantage of me, waste my time, etc. I have no purpose for them in my life anymore. And I will walk away. Funny, right? Though I have been, because we keeping it real on here. I have been a repeat offender, y'all, of staying in not only those situations, but more just like it. Because like I said previously, I said, oh no, not me. I would never allow that. I would never experience that. That would never happen to me, right? And when I was young, I was naive and I had little to no knowledge about life, just the expectations and values I wanted to stand on. I wanted to keep firm. This was something I felt like will never change because I believed myself to be a rose. I believed myself to be valuable. I believed myself to be worthy and nobody or anything could take that away from me. But going through the phases in life, I had more thorns than petals. And there's nothing wrong with having a positive mindset of not wanting to endure certain things. But when those situations appear in front of you that you thought wouldn't happen to you, is your response still going to be the same? Be honest with yourself. Is your response still going to be the same? Probably at first your stance will be the same because in your head, you're just like, no, like what I said is what I said and what, you know, that's what I'm going to stand by. But further down the line, who knows when it comes to life? We can say, you know, I never thought I would be a victim, but you end up being a victim. I never thought I would be in a situation where I get harassed at work, but then you end up being in a situation where you get harassed at work. Like, you know, there's so many situations in life people people have to endure and, you know, they just were strong and firm. Like this wouldn't happen to me and that wouldn't happen to me and what I'm doing and da 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 But Y'all live in life, we don't know. However, we do know this. We cannot keep circling the drain of our lives. We have the power to take control of the situations and not fake it along the way, nor scout out people to notice us. We should stop manipulating ourselves on the outside to appear happy and well put together, but slowly dying on the inside, feeling like you're drowning and nobody sees you. It's like when you're overachieving, people see that. People see you putting in the work, but on the inside, you feel like you're slowly diminishing. It's like we're consciously making the decision to collect the bruises of life and people to create a bouquet of flowers. Lydia, what do you mean? You're collecting all these bruises to form a bouquet, to prove something. I don't know what that something is because for everybody it's different. Some people may want to fill a void. Some people may want to be seen. Some people just doing stuff to do like I said I don't know but our conscious decision stems from something it's stemming from somewhere and we have to find the source of that and stop before those bruises 
that we try to make a bouquet will actually be a bouquet in our graves because we're overworking, we're overdoing, we're just doing too much and we're just allowing people to trample over our lives. And it does not have to be that way. I just want to say this, you know, outward appearance looking in, some people may become envious of popularity, numbers, attention, whatever the case in there may be. It doesn't have to be like a social stance, but this is where I'm stemming it from. And we have to understand that drawing too much attention to ourselves will not only bring along who we are looking for and what we are looking for, but it can also attract the wrong things. Like hypothetically speaking, let's just say you're a millionaire, right? People who are other millionaires know you got money. People who see the wealth dripping off of you know you got money. But if everywhere you go and you shout, and I'm a millionaire, I'm a million, child, you're going to get robbed. You're going to get put in danger. That's what I'm saying. If we continue to draw too much attention to ourselves, we will not only let in what we want to let in, but we will end up letting in stuff we ain't got no business letting in. Like, yes, we want to be complete and hold and fulfilled, but allowing ourselves to be broken down in the process is not what God wants for us. Our agendas shouldn't have broken souls or accept the minimum of life listed. That shouldn't be on your agenda because you feel like this is how good life gets to be acknowledged. This is how good it can get for you. Enduring too much negativity is not good for you. So why do we continue to engage in it? Because on top of that, we already have to deal with the uncontrollable. We have to deal with the uncontrollable negativity of life that we can't, you know, have really too much input in. So why would we allow something we can control on top of the uncontrollable? Make that make sense to me because it doesn't. Do not lose insight. Do not lose insight into your worth because someone or something can't see you for who you are. They can't see you for what you are. Because you will be brainwashed into a repeated cycle expecting change, but you can't even make the first step on your end. We need to stop waiting for people to take that step for us. Can't nobody take that step but you. All it takes is one to stand up. Why can't that one be you? Why do you have to wait for somebody to come in and save you? That one that one that can make a change, that one that can stand up, that one is you. No one can have your back better than you. Who you can trust? I mean, sometimes, you know, we can't trust ourselves because we're flawed, we're human, we make mistakes. But at the end of the day, the person who knows and who has our best interests at heart is ourselves. So we have to be advocates for ourselves. We have to stand up for ourselves. Yes, we have God in the midst and yes, he's doing stuff for us. But on top of him doing, we have to be able to be our own personal advocates. When you have nobody to advocate for you and it's just you, you have to be the one. You have to be the one that is not going to accept, that is not going to allow 
people to just trample all over you. Because people can input all they want, but it has to come from you. Don't play yourself. You are worth more than what people expect you to believe. You are not the loser if you decide to change the bad habits and influences you have made. You are more than what people expect you to be. You are more, you are much greater than that. You are even greater than what you expect yourself to be because God sees greater. He knows. So it's all about knowing who you are and not accepting less than that. If anything, require more for yourself and put tax on it. Charge yourself tax sometimes. Put, Give yourself some tax and say, no, 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 no. I shouldn't be doing this to myself. My, I deserve more. I deserve greater. What actions can I take so I can receive greater for me? So I can accept greater for me. You are no longer that petite little boy or girl who couldn't advocate for, the, for yourself growing up. You are not that person anymore. You are now someone who has the power to not allow anyone or anything to strip you of your identity. So walk in that. Don't trade in your flowers. Don't diminish who you are. Don't accept the minimum because you have the power. The power is in your hands. Nobody else's. Nobody else can control you. The power is in your hands. And that's on what? Period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, and make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be in the description box below. If no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God. I love you, SBCs. And before we get off this thing, I just want to say this. It is my birthday, August 13th. Shout out to me. Happy birthday to me. If you love your girl, like, comment. You can spread in the comments. Say happy birthday, girl. If you want to. You ain't got to, but if you want to. But happy birthday to all the August people. Happy birthday to just anyone you're listening to this on your birthday as well. And if I miss your birthday or your birthday coming up, post happy birthday and pre-happy birthday. How about that, y'all? All right, I'm going to stop cutting up. So until we meet again, I love you, SBCs. Bye.